Sometimes you just need a little encouragement. Am I right? Look, I get it. Life is messy and there are so many things that can keep us feeling stuck or overwhelmed in our everyday life. I want you to know that you're not doing this alone. So, welcome to Chasing Wonderment. This is a podcast designed to help you get unstuck, learn how to shift your mindset, and get some encouragement from your internet bestie. That's me. Okay, you ready? Let's start Chasing Wonderment. Chaser, welcome back to yet another episode of our podcast. All right, so we are going to get into something that I honestly have wondered if I should even post this episode because this is something that I still am learning and struggling with. But let's be honest, sometimes we need somebody to come alongside us right where we're at and tell us that you're not alone. So you're not alone if you have ever struggled with your habits. Please hear me. You are not alone. And so today I want to talk about spring cleaning your habits. And by the way, I'm doing this right now. Um, I have, I will be perfectly honest with you. I have struggled with habits for years. And I think a huge part of that is because I, because of my personality, because of the way that God made me. And I'm not trying to use that as an excuse, but rather this is a opportunity for me to grow and to push myself. So lest you think I'm like, oh, it's just how I am. That's not the point. The point is, is that this is something that I know I've struggled with for a really long time. And I also know that this is a great opportunity for growth in my own life. And it's really important for me to press in and um, continue to learn in something that I struggle with. As an Enneagram 7, one of the things that we love is our freedom. And often the mundane, the habits, (laughs) can feel like it's stealing our freedom from us because we really don't like to have to do the same thing more than a few times Um, it just starts to feel like we're trapped. And so that is something that I've really had to work through and I'm still working through, which I think is a huge reason as to why, um, why habits have been so hard for me. And so reading the book that I'm going to be sharing some about, it has really helped because it's kind of helped me reframe the way that I look at habits and it's been absolutely massive. So As we're going through this episode, you're going to be hearing me mention a book um, and the author probably a few times. Um, It is a book by James Clear called Atomic Habits. I have wanted to read this book for years and my goodness, it is so insanely good. Like so good. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing some of what I've taken from the book and also some habit shifting things that have really helped me in the past. And I hope they encourage you. And I hope if anything, you know that um, I'm right here with you, like right alongside you. All right, we're doing this together. Okay, so let's dive in. The first thing that we need to talk about when it comes to habits and how to spring clean them is what are habits? Like seriously, what are habits? When you really break it down, habits are systems or um, automations in your life that allow you (laughs) more freedom, by the way, they allow you more freedom (laughs) for all my Enneagram 7s out there, um, that these habits, these systems, these setups of automation in your life 
that allow you the freedom to do everything else, to do the things that really matter, to chase wonderment. Like these things are the things that kind of, they're like where the rubber meets the road when it comes to your goals. If you have a goal to live more intentionally, then there are probably multiple things that will help you do that. And you probably need to do those things over and over and over again, i.e. habits. The next thing that is helpful to know about habits is honestly how they work. So a habit is basically made up of four steps and we do these steps without realizing them. So the first thing is a cue. Something um, is like a trigger. It triggers, it, it's that moment where you're like, oh my gosh, I want ice cream or whatever. There's a cue that causes you to crave something and then that leads to the next one which is a craving. Um, then you have a response, you do something about it, and then you get a reward and your brain gets a little kick of um, dopamine or whatever and um, you feel satisfied. We do these habits all the time without realizing it. And I want to back away from the idea of good habits and bad habits, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but that is basically how habits work and what they are. It is a system of things that help you live your life, and there is a little tiny four-step process that you're going through constantly um, without even realizing it often. So the first thing that we need to talk about when we start spring cleaning our, our, our habits is our mindset. I know, right? <laughs> you knew I was going there. And what is so interesting to me about starting with mindset and um, the way we think about the way that we do things or about the ability for us to do things so massively affects our ability to do those things. Like it needs to start from that inward perspective first so that we can work our way out to all those little nitty gritty areas of our life that we would like to change. And what happens often is we want to change our lives and then we fall prey to these mindset blocks of, oh, well, I can't because I'm just naturally disorganized. Guess what? That is an identity that you are choosing, and you can change that. What about um, maybe as a mom, you just feel like you're a hot mess, and you're always late to everything, and everything takes forever, and all of that stuff. Guess what? It is an identity. That is a mindset that you are choosing to adopt as a part of who you are, which is why a few minutes ago I said I do not want my personality to be an excuse. It's not about having an excuse as to why I struggle with habits. It's about am I adopting this as an identity, as a part of who I am? And if I am, am I okay with that? Am I okay, are you okay with being the person that's always late? Or do you want to change it? Guess what? You can and habits can help, but you need to start with the identities that you have adopted. So as I was kind of mulling over this idea of what identities have I adopted around the areas of my life that I that really matter to me. And I sat down with my journal and I wrote down a few things. One of the things is that I tend to feel like um motherhood is out of my control. Like when the kids are crazy, it just feels like I am not in charge. And so I wrote down, I am an engaged, capable mother. That is the new identity that I want to adopt as a mom. 
I also wrote down, I'm a confident CEO because guess what? Being a small business owner does not immediately seep you in confidence. It is terrifying to take huge leaps of faith, to take huge steps forward, not knowing if it's going to work or not. If you listened to last week's episode about spring cleaning your priorities and picking your top three to five, I would so, so encourage you to go take a look at those top three to five priorities of yours and look at the identity that you have chosen for yourself in each of those roles. So maybe one of them is your marriage. Maybe one of them is your motherhood. Maybe one is your home. Um, For me, in my home, I always have just felt like I've really struggled with the mundane tasks. They don't come easily to me because again, I just really don't love the mundane stuff. Like it's not, folding laundry is not fun, guys. And if you think it's fun, please come show me how. (laughs) Um, But I have adopted, without realizing it, I adopted this identity of this is hard and I'm not good at this. And that is an identity that I can choose to change at any moment. This is why mindset is like, I'm, I always say mindset is everything. This is why it is so good is because these are things that we can change if we choose to. So if you go back and listen to last week's episode, Spring Cleaning Your Priorities, I'll link it in the show notes below. Um, but look at those top three to five things. If you wrote them down, if you didn't, Go back, listen to the episode, write them down, write your top three to five things, and then write the identity that you choose to have with each one of those things. And I have a really good feeling that this is going to be a game changer for, well, all of us. The next thing that we need to do when it comes to habits is we need to start noticing them, right? Like sometimes... (laughs) Sometimes we don't notice them. We don't know what we're doing or maybe we do, but we're coming at it with this idea of I shouldn't or you feel guilty or you feel shame that you scrolled on your phone for way too long or whatever. So I want you to think of noticing as you start to notice. I want you to think of it as like sitting on the side of the road and looking for red and blue cars. And you're just sitting there and you're eating ice cream or drinking a cup of coffee and you're noticing the cars. What colors are they? What do they look like? How do they affect other drivers on the road, your other habits? Um, I want you to look at this without shame and guilt. And this is such a huge, huge mindset shift is when you begin to take the shame and the guilt off of yourself, um, when you begin to let go of that, because ladies, it's not ours to carry. Um, when you begin to let go of that, that is when you can really start to see some shifts because if you're living in this thought process of, I can't, this is terrible. I'm such a failure. I'm so awful. I shouldn't be doing this. If you're feeling like that, it's going to be really, really hard to make changes that are going to be lasting because you're doing it out of a feeling of shame and guilt and not out of a like positive desire to change. I hope that makes sense. And the next thing that's really important to talk about when it comes to noticing our habits is you need to walk into this process understanding that every single habit that you do serves a purpose. It may not have the best end result, 
but it still serves a purpose. There's a reason you're doing it. Your brain is actively collecting information, trying to figure out how to make things better, how things work, what things worked and what things didn't. And then you have that response of, you know, the cue craving response reward. So maybe your response and your reward are not the healthiest of habits or they're not working out in the end. But in the moment, your brain is like, okay, this makes us feel better. This makes it better. The next thing that can be really helpful to do is to sit down with a piece of paper and a pencil, or maybe you grab your notes app up on your phone, whatever works best for you, and brainstorm all of your current habits. Like, I mean everything. Like, what do you do when you first wake up? Do you wake up? Do you check your phone? Do you um, accidentally open up Instagram and scroll? All of those. Write it all down. Um, Do you have habits when you leave for work? Do you have habits when you get home from work? What are those habits looking like? And again, we need to do this without shame or guilt or feeling like a failure. We're just noticing them. We're just noticing them. That's all we're doing. And then I want you to rate it. And again, this is something that James Clear teaches in his book, Atomic Habits. And what he does is rate them with a plus, a minus, or an equal sign. So a plus is a good habit for you. A minus sign is a negative habit for you. And then an equal sign is a neutral. I don't know if you can hear it, but there's a train in the background. Um, so this can be really helpful because now you see it. Like there is nothing I love better than clarity. We're in the middle of clarity week right now with goal, with goal setting, with group goal setting. And, um, clarity week is so good because sometimes you find out that like, there's a lot in your life that you aren't real thrilled with, but at least now, you know, and this is the same idea is getting really clear on what you're doing, when it's showing up in your life and how it's showing up. Now, I want to talk about something here because what I found when I was doing this process of kind of rating my habits was an underlying habit that is triggering a lot of responses from me and in my life that I don't want. And it was kind of mind-blowing to see it. I'm not going to lie. So while you're doing this, take a look at that um, cue, craving, response, and reward for those habits and see if you notice any patterns. Is there a cue, a craving, a response, or a reward that you are repeating in multiple habits? If so, this I think is where the rubber is going to meet the road for me is noticing this is actually affecting this one habit, really not great habit for my life, is affecting multiple areas of my life. And like, again, I'm candid, so I'm just going to tell you what it is. For me, when I get, when I see something that is overwhelming, that I'm not ready to tackle, I don't feel like I want to tackle it. And yeah, there's plenty of mindset blocks behind that. Don't, don't get me wrong. I've worked through a lot of those. Um, but When I see these um, things that overwhelm me, let's say I walk into the kitchen and I see a mountain of dishes in the sink and I know I have to cook dinner, my instant response is, oh my gosh, I don't want to. And so the cue is seeing something that overwhelms me or stresses me out. The craving is I want something peaceful or fun or joyful or happy 
And what I tend to do as a response is I tend to disassociate from the problem. I'll tell myself I'll do it later. I will, um, I'll get it tomorrow or whatever. And the reward is when I disassociate, I go do something fun, whether it's a craft project or um, something that I've wanted to do or I put on Netflix or I open my phone. Guys, this habit this is an underlying habit that is affecting so much, so much. This is like the key to my procrastination. <laughs> and there's probably more mindset stuff that I'm going to have to unpack because like mindset's everything and we're never done. But, oh my word. So what I realized is this is affecting my lack of habits in um getting the dishes done, getting the laundry done, exercising, getting podcast episodes recorded on time. I'm calling myself out because like I need it. So this is really helpful to me because once I realized I did that brainstorming session and I put my habits down on paper and I started rating them, I listed some habits that I want to add and I would encourage you to do that. Like where are things that you want to grow, things that you want to change or shift in your life and then notice what are those underlying cues and responses are they the same for multiple habits how does that look like and what is that playing out as in your life like how is that playing out in your life okay the last thing that I want to talk about in today's episode is a really really helpful tip when it comes to habits this has changed the game for me. It is continuing to change the game for me, and it's made a huge difference. Um, so this is a productivity and habit tip, hacking tip, I don't know, um, about, about habits, and it's called habit stacking. This is something that he mentions in the book, but I learned about it years ago from Googling something on or searching something on Pinterest. Um, so this is one of the most helpful tools I have ever found when it comes to, ha to habits is habit stacking. So basically the idea of habit stacking is that you take a habit that you already have, like you already get up out of bed in the morning, right? Or maybe you make a cup of coffee every morning like I do. Um, you already do things every single day at specific times of the day or general, maybe you don't have a specific wake up time, but um, when you wake up, you do a series of things doesn't have to be at the same time every day. But what you do is you use those already grounded habits and then you add habits before or after them. And if you've listened to previous podcast episodes, you've probably heard me talk about it, is flossing. I really, really, really used to suck at flossing. I hated flossing. I would avoid it. Again, <clears throat> plenty of mindset blocks there that I probably needed to deal with, that I did deal with. But one of the simplest things that I began doing was habit stacking. And I told myself I am not allowed to brush my teeth until I floss first. And guess what? I floss my teeth all the time now. It was the simplest of things. Whenever I go to brush my teeth, I must floss before I brush. And just like that, flossing became a regular habit in my life. And it was the easiest thing in the world. Like, so easy. So the cool thing about this idea is that, again, this is less about scheduling. It's less about that guilt trip of, oh, I'm such a horrible person. I forgot to, I forget to fold the laundry every day or I'm, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. Because that, again, that's that mindset game and mind games and 
blocks and lies that we deal with that cause all of this guilt and shame and we're coming at fixing this out of this desperation and it's graspy and it's uncomfortable and we're not going to enjoy the change. There's not going to be a reward when you are coming at it from this aspect. And the the whole goal is that we are shifting this so that there's a reward. So the reward for flossing my teeth is kind of twofold because now my teeth feel super great after I'm done brushing and also I'm noticing that consistency over time every single day and quite frankly it's really it's satisfying it's very 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 feels so good and just something that I'm really proud of Um, and I know that sounds silly but you know what guys if that's silly then welcome to my life. Um, The idea of this is that we are putting simple tasks, again, it's not about scheduling them. It's not about this, I have to do this at this certain time. It's, this is automatic and I don't have to think about it anymore and I don't have to worry about it anymore and I don't have to waste brain space trying to figure out when I'm going to do it or how I'm going to do it or feeling guilty because it's not done. This is, okay, let's try this and see if it works. Now, as with everything that I teach, this is not a one and done process. This is not something that you are going to be like, okay, I'm going to do this once and I'm going to have my whole life together. No, no, no. (laughs) If you are anything like me, you're going to need a whole mess of review and you're going to need a whole mess of constantly looking at it and refreshing and working on your mindset because guys life is messy and sometimes you'll get off in those habits and you'll feel like a terrible person and you'll have to work through that guilt and that shame all over again but more than anything I really hope this encourages you to see seeing habits from a different light to seeing them as something that helps lighten your load as something that's easy and doable And also something that just helps you with a little tiny increase every single day. I mean, the goal with these spring cleaning episodes is not to make your life perfect. It's to help it feel a little more fresh and a little less cluttered and a little less stressful. And so I really hope that this was encouraging. If it was, please reach out to me. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'm over there at Chasing Wonderment. Or send me an email, kate at chasingwonderment.com. Friend, Thank you so much for being here, and I hope as you go throughout your week, you will keep chasing wonderment, friend. That's all for now, and I'll see you next week. Hey there. If you really enjoyed this podcast, I was hoping you would take a second to let me know. Come follow me on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment, and just send me a DM and tell me how much you enjoyed it. I so appreciate it, and I would love to get to know you.